Hey, as the song goes, my baby goes to Africa, and we're going to go to Nigeria today. But before we go to Nigeria to talk about all business down there in a different continent, I want to talk about my good friends, Elytra Health. We spend our money in so many different ways, so we need to invest in ourselves. The most important, you know, asset we have is ourselves. So I really encourage you to, you know, to visit and check out the service elytrahealth.com and schedule an appointment because when you go, they spend all day, they run tests on you, and at the end of the day, you get them all back. You don't have to wait weeks or months. You get them all back. They're right there. It's awesome. And they tell you everything. You get to spend time with the doctor for a couple of hours going through the test, bone densities and CAT scans and MRIs and Oh, man, everything you could possibly think. And then you're, they tell you, you know, hey, the good, the bad, the ugly, and hopefully it's going to be good for you. But it's going to be better if you catch it early, and that's the most important thing. And, you know, we're all limited here, so stretch it out as long as you can. So you want to go visit elytrahealth.com, E-L-I-T-R-A health.com. So today, today, we're talking to Tosin Buckner. She's a Nigerian media personality, an actress, social media content creator. You know, she started radio real early and she's the best at it. She's in a top, top, top station, as you'll hear in the interview. And we talk about all kinds of different things as we get into this interview. And I think you're really going to like it because we talk politics, we talk business, we talk about Nigerian princes even, and all this stuff that we hear there. So let's get right into all business and welcome Tosin. From Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. So my first question is, how did you even get your start in the business? (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I mean, seeing as I do a million things, I would say I got started when I was in school because I was very interested in entertainment. I was very interested in anything that had to do with creativity. So I was writing songs, writing stories, writing poems, just doing everything. And I would go for shows. I would just get myself out there because I really, really loved music. And once I found an artist that I liked, then I would go all the way to just try to get everything I could about that person. And then I remember when I was in school, there was a radio station here in Lagos and they needed an OAP. They needed a radio host to co-host one show with the main host at the station. And so I went for it. I got the job. So that was like my first gig on radio. That was Uh back when I was in school. And so I was in school doing this radio job and I was like, okay, this is not so bad. And when I finished school, honestly, I thought I was going to be like a musician or, you know, an actress. I was going to win Oscars and Grammys, but radio just kept pulling me in. And so I went to have a conversation with someone, a station was just opening and I was trying to get like a one hour show. So I spent like three hours with them and the guy was like, you know what? I like your personality. I think you can do the morning show. I was like, huh? Morning show? Do you know the people who do morning shows? He was like, yeah, I think you can do morning shows. You think you have content for five hours every day? I was like, I think I can do that. And so that's how I got like my first official radio gig. And did you get, and you got paid for it, right? I got paid for it. Like I was, 
Like literally finish school, finish something we do here called NYSC, which is like a compulsory one year service year. And mm-hmm. I got a job like it was crazy because people would be like, wait, is it your dad that owns the station? Like, how did you get such a big, you know, morning show gig? But it was just I honestly didn't even know like how much of an impact it would have even on me personally because to be honest I didn't know I was going to do radio all along do you get I wanted to do other things so radio sort of found me more like as opposed to me going out to look for radio does your dad own the station <laughs> no he doesn't <laughs> own the station <laughs> so you know it's fun it's fun when we're doing the things we like to do and we get paid for it isn't it It is. It's a lot of fun. Although you also have to remind yourself that when plays work, you have to learn like the difference because you can't get carried away. You have to stay professional. You still have certain rules. But ultimately, in the end, you know, you're thankful because you're doing what you love and someone is actually handing you money. (laughs) So we're in different continents, different worlds, and certainly different timelines in terms of just where it's I think it's five o'clock there. It's noon here and in New York, but you know, we're separated by halfway around the world right now. How different is it for radio there in Nigeria versus radio here in the States? From what I've heard and from what I mean, when I've come to America and I've listened to your radio and so on and so forth, I think one big difference is radio in Nigeria is actually a lot bigger, it seems, than it is in other countries or other continents because Nigeria is still very hooked on radio. The average person, when they're going to work, when they're going to school, they're listening to radio. You have a lot of college students who are in school, they're listening to radio. People when they're coming... So a lot of people still listen to radio. It seems like perhaps maybe TV and digital is a bit bigger in America. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Radio is like a really big deal here. That's where a lot of people go to. I mean, apart from obviously Twitter and Google, but radio is where people go to not just to find out what's happening, but to get like opinions on what is happening. So, for example, I saw Avengers Infinity War on Thursday and I was able to tell people what I thought about it. So, you know, radio is like very quick, it's very immediate, and it's very big here in Nigeria. What's the most dominant genre of radio? Is it talk show? Is it still rock? I would imagine rock or contemporary (laughs) stuff is pretty hot. Or I'm a country western person, so I like country western. When I'm home back on the ranch in South Dakota, I like to listen to country western. I put on my headset, I drive around in my little four-wheel drive thing, do my chores, do my cut you know, cutting grass, doing the stuff I have to do. And I always have a radio earphones on and I'm always listening to the country western. What's big there? You know, I think that's the second difference because I think in America and in a lot of other countries, you have like your radio stations, they're so different. So you have like a Hot 97 and you have like country radio. But here in Nigeria, almost every station is general. But they then have like their niche or maybe what they're stronger with. So, for example, where I work now, we are more like a family based radio station. And you also have some stations that are more like urban, hip hop, you know, whatever is trending. But I think what is 
big and what cuts across all radio stations is the talk format, you know, because what you tend to have, you have like belts. So you would have someone do the morning show, then hand over to the person who's doing the midday show or the afternoon show and then the lunch show and then the evening show. And what cuts through and cuts across all of that is there's talk. So we do talk, we do music. We try to play a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But I'll tell you, Nigerians love their Nigerian music. So no matter what your station is doing, if you're not giving them Nigerian music, they'll be looking at you like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Where are you from? You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I got to play the homegrown stuff first. But, I mean, like, who's big there? I mean, is it the same? It's got to be the same kinds of trends, right? Or is there one artist or two? I mean, like, you know, like, for years, I guess David Hasselhoff was really hot in Germany. But, you know, outside of who cares about Germany? But, I mean, who's, like, who's hot in Nigeria right now? Okay, so right now, Wizkid is really hot in Nigeria. So he has that song with Drake, One Dance. And Nigerians are excited because it, it took Drake working with Wizkid for him to get the number one song. Like, we have bragging rights. We're like, yeah, you need to work with Nigerians to do that. But also, there's David O, there's Tiwa Savage. Tiwa Savage is also quite big here. And then you have Olamide, Techno. I mean, we have a lot of big names here, but I, I think that for those who perhaps have a bit of crossover appeal or have done things outside Nigeria, then I'll definitely say a Wiz Kid, you know, because Wiz Kid, he's doing like a lot of those collabos. He's working with a lot of American artists as well. There are some American artists that are popular here as well. So obviously the usual suspect, the Drakes, the Nicki Minaj, but you'd be very surprised to know that Taylor Swift is actually quite popular in Nigeria as well. Well, I think she should run for president of the United States. At least we have somebody nice. She's the next one. She's next. I don't even know half the people you're talking about who are these folks from the States, much less you're half a world away and you know them better than I do. That's crazy. That's crazy. I got to get out. I got to get out more often. I have to get out more often. Hey, let me take a quick break and speak about, I got to, you know, you know, you're in the radio business. I'm in the podcast business. It's kind of the same thing. And I need to take a moment to talk about looking good, styling and talk about style for a moment because I'm looking great. And I owe it to all the folks at Institute. In fact, they're coming to my office today here in New York. So I can talk to them about some more stuff for the future because we are just Kicking it, kicking it in the C-suite because so many people are looking for custom, ta custom tailored menswear for the modern gentleman. And so they've got the perfect fit guarantee. You go online, you can go into one of their showrooms, but you can go online. They've got a video series that shows you how to do it. You measure yourself and you send it in. You pick the colors you want. You pick the styles of buttons, the where you want the monograms. And you can order shirts, you can order jackets, you can order suits. And I know a lot of these guys, I, I've had a lot of Guys have called me and said, hey, we're going to go get custom-made tuxes and suits for our wedding. And then they keep them. And that's really cool. I think it's really a nice kind of uh, touch. So custom tailored suits start at $499 and shirts at $89. And if you use the code C-Suite, C-S-U-I-T-E-N-Y, you'll receive two free shirts when you spend $499. bucks. That's pretty doggone good. So, hey, we're visiting with, I mean, she's just tearing it up in Nigeria. Uh, Tosin Buckner. Now she's 
in one of the hottest stations. So is yours the biggest station? Because, I mean, you've become quite the phenomenon. <laughs> well, yes, definitely. My station is in the top three and we, uh, we're we planning to stay there and get even bigger. The plan is not just Nigerian domination, not just African domination, but indeed world domination. <laughs> ah, good for you. I love that. That's like when the CEO of Twitter started. He said, I, I remember, I can't remember his name. He took over for Jack, the founder. Yeah. I wish I could remember his name, but he his first tweet was, start today as CEO of Twitter, next day, world domination. So I think that's a pretty good goal. Pretty good goal. So, you know, a lot of people think when we think of Nigeria, we don't have all the, and this is a generalization from the States, but we don't always have positive things because so many times we're in the States, we're getting all these fake emails that uh, a Nigerian prince has left us a fortune or an oil well or something like that. Do you hear about that over there very much? Of course we do. I mean, for us, it's a big problem because, you know, scams are worldwide. Scams are universal. It, it I think what, what happens is people just find it easy to fall back on the Nigerian prince joke or the Nigerian prince scam. I mean, recently I saw in the news that one guy was arrested uh, for sending Nigerian prince emails and he was very American and very white. <laughs> you know? yeah. so I was like, oh la la, look at what's going on. So obviously for us, it's not a great thing. You know, it, yeah. it, it's not comfortable to know that that's an opinion people have of you, but you always hope that people will go I mean sometimes you're just like honestly if you just reach out maybe check out a few things hang out with a few people then you will start to see what's true and what is not because mm -hmm. I think every country and every nation has its own thing so for example me being a Nigerian there's certain ideas I have of America and Americans and sometimes it takes actually chatting with one to correct that opinion if you understand what I'm saying absolutely Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, obviously, one of the biggest complaints we have in Africa, not just in Nigeria, is that the media would rather report 10 bad stories about us before they report one good story. And you have a lot of Nigerians who are shining, a lot of Nigerians who are doing well, who are going into college, who, you know, who are winning scholarships, who are building this, inventing that. We need to start putting as much attention to that as we do the bad news, which is why I was surprised, very honored and also very impressed that you reached out to have me on your podcast. I was very, I was very excited about that. Well, we know good things when we see it. You know, the other thing is you, you can't judge books by their covers, we say here in the States. And I always like to, to see what other people are doing, how you do it. How is it different? How is it the same? And, you know, I've traveled the world over many, many places, been to Africa, been, been all over the world. And everywhere I go, I find that people are the same. We might be just a different color, different shape, different sizes, you know, some faster, some slower, but people are people. And most people want to be happy. Most people want to do the right thing. And I find that everywhere. And there's always a few bad apples. In fact, you talk about, we talk about that uh, Prince scam. I just saw it actually come from Japan. I saw somebody hitting me from Japan wow. the other day. So <laughs> it's everywhere, you know, and it's, it's always funny. There's always these trolls and these catfishers and all these people who are just want to take yeah. advantage of people. And you find that anywhere in the world. So let's just not put it in one country or another. And by the way, you know, I think right now, you know, in the United States, a lot of people wouldn't want us to be judged by our leadership. <laughs> you know, you know what? So what are they saying about Trump down in Nigeria? I'm curious. Oh, la la. <laughs> oh, la la. Trump, Trump, Trump. 
Well, you know, I don't want to speak for every Nigerian. I think as with a lot of things, people had like different opinions. You had quite a number of people who, of course, supported Hillary. I was one of them because I wanted to see a female president and not just that, but I actually do like Hillary Clinton. And then, of course, you you had those who sort of bought into the ideals and the things Trump was saying. So I don't want to speak for every single Nigerian, but I will say that every morning we have great content for our radio show. And I'll, I'll just leave it at that because there's always something. <laughs> well, he looks like it. somebody was actually touting he might get the Nobel Peace Prize for North Korean, South Korean reconciliation. But who knows? Let's get off. He gets enough of the, of the headlines. I want to know more about what it's like to do business in Nigeria. So you've been to the States, you've been well-traveled, I can tell that from just your demeanor. What do you see that's different in Nigeria in the way you do business as opposed to the rest of the world? Well, I think one thing, the way we do business in Nigeria, there's almost like that family or like that, almost, yeah, a lot of things that happen here have to do with family. So even when you're doing business here, you know, there's a lot of talk to this person, talk to that person. We we don't go into it very officious. We don't go into it very like business, like boom, 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 boom. This is how it's going to be. Or, you know, my way or the highway type of thing. There's usually, it's a bit more relaxed, you know, more... Yeah, more friendly, I think that, you know, there's like a friendlier aspect to it and so on and so forth. But the way it's going now is there's so many great opportunities here because things are opening up. Things are opening up every day. I see someone here from America. I see someone here from somewhere in Europe because there's so many opportunities here, be it in entertainment, which is very big, creative. That's very big. But also in like the other the other fields as well. Mining, agriculture. Agriculture is actually also a very big one here. Of course, a lot of people have known Nigeria for oil and that's fine. We still like that. But there's still so much that is untapped and hasn't been done yet. And I think Nigeria is a good place to work. I mean, yes, you have to be firm. You have to know what you want. Go for it. But I do like the fact that there are great opportunities. The laws are flexible. I think you can do a lot more here, especially if you know how to sort of play the game in a like a more relaxed way, if you get what I mean. No, it's yeah. not as it's, it's not an American. I mean, American. It's like, hey, we get this done. Let's do business. Let's move on. Let's go. But uh, to me, it's more like if I were down in Mexico, I'm in Australia. It's uh, let's have a drink. Let's relax. Let's take a time. How's your family? <laughs> and uh, get to business when we can get to business, kind of thing. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot more like that. It's a bit more relaxed, which is which is always good. But you always have to know, like, when it's business, it's business. When it's time to play, it's time to play. But it, it, it's great. It's great. So I know you're not the ambassador, but I'm asking you a lot of questions as though you're the whole representative. <laughs> like you're the president of Nigeria. And I'm asking you <laughs> questions. And it's always that it's, when, when you visit another country, you have to act as though you're the ambassador. So in this case, I've got you on the podcast. So you have to pretend you're the president of Nigeria today. <laughs> Would you describe that it's a just and right way of doing business, meaning it's not corrupt? Would you say, I mean, what? I, I hate to ask you like that in that way, but I don't know a better way to ask you. Because a lot of people would think that, oh my gosh, it's Africa, it's under the table. This is, it's not going to be forthright. We have to be careful. I'm not going to be able to do business there. I mean, what do you say when I tell you that? 
I think that anyway you do business, you're always going to have to either do business and put everything on the table or you're going to have to look for an easy way out. And I think that's true for everywhere. I don't think it's a Nigerian thing. I don't think it's an American thing. I think it's an individual case by case basis. It, it's up to you to, to decide how you want to do business. All right. I'm going to swing back to the radio now because now, now I'm, I'm going to swing back there. So when I listen to your show, am I listening very much like any other? Like we pause for a commercial. You got so many commercials. You got to weave those in. Is it the same? <laughs> So, you know, I'm forever fighting here with like the marketing department because here you have OAPs or programs up in arms against like marketing because you know, like what people want to listen to is the music and the talk. Mm -hmm. But what, of course, keeps the station going is the money, which is the commercials and stuff like that. So there has to be like a good balance. So what we have, we have almost like what you did. We have hypes, we have commercials. Sometimes we would have like paid programs where people come to speak about stuff. So you try to have a good balance because you don't, you always think about the audience and you want to be fair to the audience. You know, for me, I'm always like, if someone tunes in to listen to my show, I think they want to have a good ratio of me talking and talking and talking, but also quite a bit of music. And so that that makes the commercials and the paid parts a bit more bearable. Yeah, well, they, they want the personality, right? You become, and you are a personality. I mean, you're a big personality. It's part of the reason we reached out to you. We notice that and we see that. And we, we like to reward great personalities, but with great interviews. And so they want some of that. How would you describe your personality? I'm bubbly. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wake up because when I used to do the morning show, I would start my show at 6 a.m. And so people would say to me, there is no reason anyone should be this alive at 6. <laughs> you know, and I was doing all of this without coffee, without anything. It, it's just me. So I'm just I'm very bubbly. But, I, you know, I also wear my heart on my sleeve. So I just cried about 20 minutes ago because I was talking about a football game, which is like the most random thing ever. So you guys call it soccer and by the way yeah. americans it is football yeah. okay we call what you play american football yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know there's something happening in the english premier league and i was just talking about it and it made me emotional so while i'm very bubbly very but also very hot you know on my sleeves type of person and i know a little about a lot but I'm also just I, I like to have fun because I think like life is so serious that when people tune to my show, I want them to be happy. I want them to smile. You know, I even when I'm delivering bad news, I want to deliver it in such a way where there's still hope. So you're saying, OK, something bad happened, but you, you always leave people with hope. Yeah. And I, I think I want to always bring sunshine to people also because I know like when I have been down, I know things that have, you know, got me out of my dark place. So I try to be that for other people, just like that fun, bubbly personality that they're listening to and they're tuned into. Well, who's your favorite team in the English league? Manchester United! Uh, I figured it had to be Man United. I have to put you up against Pierce Morgan. He's a big Arsenal fan. Yeah, he's an Arsenal fan. So here's what happened, right? His, his coach, his longtime coach, Asen Wenger, is resigning or is retiring at the end of the season. And they played their last game at Old Trafford, which is Manchester oh, yeah. United's yeah. stadium on Sunday. And that's what made me cry because it was so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> They're a big team. I know I looked at sponsoring them and called one of my good buddies at one time. I was the CMO at East from Kodak and they called, sent me over a jersey, a Man United jersey with my name on it, the whole bit. I mean, these guys did it right. 
they were asking me for a few million dollars and I called somebody else and said, you <laughs> should really do that. And now it, now it's an Aon team. So that's how Aon got there was I called oh, them and what? said, you should sponsor this. This is a better deal for you than us. If I had had an, if I had taken somebody like Kodak and sponsored Man United, I would have had it would an American company like Kodak. It would have gone whack crazy. They would have gone crazy. It would have been great. <laughs> it would have been great with worldwide fans. I mean, you Man United yeah. fans are nuts. You guys are nuts. We, I mean, we we own social media. Manchester United is like the biggest club on social media, yeah. the h- highest number of followers everywhere. Plus, well, you know, we're a pretty decent club. But you know, you have one of our players now in America, yeah. Zlatan, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He's gonna do very well in America. You guys are going to like him. Just watch out for him. His name is Zlatan. Oh, I know, I know who you're talking about. I did a big show on the Seattle Sounders on my show, the C Suite, and in Seattle, we'll come get you. We'll come take you on. <laughs> well, I'm I'm coming to New Jersey at the end of May, so maybe I'll swing by. I, you've got to do that when you come. You've got to let me know. We'll we'll meet up in New York City. We'll take some snaps, and we'll it'll be great. And and I'll make fun of your team, and you'll make fun of mine. That'll be great. <laughs> and I'll make you cry again. I'll make you cry again. No, I don't want to do that. Hey, so you mentioned about the fact that when you're down, go to a dark place. You got to bring yourself back up. How do you do that? Yeah. Okay, so one, of course, music. Music is very good for bringing you out of that. Yeah. There's a song by you 2 <laughs> okay. that I absolutely, absolutely love. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I actually listen to a lot of rock. I listen to, I like Linkin Park, which I mean, it's sad that Chester, you know, we lost Chester that way. Yeah. But I like Linkin Park. I like, I, I mean, I go to music just there are certain songs that really speak to you. And I'm the kind of person that even though because of my job, I have to listen to and play what is current and what is fresh and what is hot on the billboard right now. Yeah. When I personally go back to music, I go back to a certain a certain set of songs and a certain set of people. And so when I listen to that, that helps me. Also, I like to take walks. I, I'm, I'm famous for walking around. <laughs> when I take walks, you know, I'm able to put things in perspective because I think sometimes where it comes from is just sort of not seeing the bigger picture and seeing yourself as oh all these things are happening to me and then not being grateful enough for the other great things that you have so sometimes I'm like okay ABC is not working out but oh wow look at what you have look at this you know there's some days when it's easier than most and when all else fails believe this or not are you ready yeah when all else fails, I do a Judge Judy marathon. I love Judge Judy. I I love her. She is, I, I you know what, I Mitch is my producer. You're listening right now, Mitch. We've got to get Judge Judy. I You know what, I've said that before. We've got to get her. She's not that far. I love her. She's just sharp. <laughs> I love Judge Judy. Like, I'm forever watching Judge Judy marathons. Just like... <laughs> I mean, once I'm watching that, I'm just fine. I'm either laughing or I'm just like, you know what, Tosi, look at what other people have to deal with. Your life is not as bad as you think. Can you imagine Judge Judy doing a court in Lagos right now? Oh, <laughs> la la, that's going to be. <laughs> We're going to need a few bodyguards for her. Yeah, I tell you, she would, <laughs> she would be a straight shooter. That's a fact. That's something else. You know, music has that way, doesn't it? You know, music and smells, right? I think smells is the other. Yeah. But music especially, you can hear a certain song. And it puts you in a place immediately. You know exactly. I have those songs, the Eagles, the Rod, uh, you know, uh, Bob Seger, those guys. I was with the drummer the other night of Skid Row. I don't know if you know Skid Row. I've heard 
Yeah, we had a big event here for our hero club here in New York. And so I was out with the drummer and now he's a huge business guy running all kinds of concerts and things for corporate events with Rob Afuso. And just, yeah, put you in the right set of mind. It's a, it's kind of a cool thing. What's your go-to song? Oh, wow. Let me see what my go-to song. Well, to be honest, my go-to song right now is a song by DJ Laser mm-hmm. and uh, some other African artists like Ice Prince. It's titled Particular. Okay, I'm going to go listen to those. I got to listen. You need to look for it, particularly. I'm going to send you a, a DM on Twitter. Okay, good. Major Laser. Uh, apologies. So it's by Major Laser with DJ Mafarisa, Ice Prince, and also Jidana particular but i'm gonna send you a dm so major laser yeah what? that's right now that's the song once i play that song it doesn't matter what's happening i just i get it very happy you know i've been into the sounds of silence by disturb lately i've been listening to that there's a theme song right. for a tv show called bearing sea gold that there's gold in them their hills and i just i listen to those songs and just go wow this is and i get pumped up i get excited i'm ready to take on the world and I want to go make more money and do more and do good things, you know. So. I like to make more money part of it. Yeah. So if you were doing, let me ask you one last question. If you were doing what you were do, doing right now, what will it be? I mean, I don't know what else I could possibly be doing because, to be honest, I'm doing every single thing I've ever wanted to do. So I'm on radio. I'm a digital influencer. So I get to work with brands for my social media. I have an album out. I make music as well. I act. I host on TV. I'm kicking off my YouTube channel. I'm also doing a bit of podcasting. I mean, sometimes I'm like, I, the only other thing I could think of that I would be doing if I wasn't doing all these things is what I actually studied in school, which is law. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I'll be a I got something you should be doing. You need a vacation, Tosin. All that stuff you got going on, you need a vacation. So what a, what a great time. Well, listen, when you come to the States, which looks like you're coming soon, you got to look yes. me up. We'll, we'll get together. I'll t- we'll, we'll, go up for a, we'll go up for a scotch or we'll find some. Maybe, I don't know, whatever you drink. What do you like to drink, by the way? What's your go-to drink? Well, you know what? No free endorsements, but it's a cola drink. It's a cola product. That's my favorite drink. I can mix it with anything in this world, but it's my it's a cola drink. Wow. But no free endorsements, so I wouldn't say which of the colas. <laughs> well, I tell you, it's, uh, yeah, I get that. It's okay. You can say it on my show. I don't mind. We don't <laughs> mind free good endorsements. That'd, that'd be awesome. I, I just recently had somebody actually come from East Africa talking to me about a liqueur they want to bring over from made from the date palms. And just a really hot. Well, anyway, that's a side note. Side note, it's a squirrel moment. I'm getting distracted. I'll see you in New York. If I'm not, I'm going to listen to you right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you, Jeffrey. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. But before I get to that, because, you know, I had a lot of fun in this interview. Just surprising, wasn't it? Anyway, but talk about surprising. Let's talk about income tax and my good friends at Liberty Tax. Just about how your income tax is taxed. If you're a freelance worker, you need to know how it is taxed. And look no further than the professionals at Liberty Tax Service. they got over 4,000 locations in the U.S. and Canada. Thousands of professionals ready to help. 
and get you the most accurate return guaranteed. So visit libertytax.com and find the office near you. You can find them. Just walk down the street. They're waving at you. You see them all the time. They're great people. Okay. What did I learn? What did I learn? People are people no matter where you go. What a pleasant woman this was. Young gal is doing a great job. Man, did you hear how busy she was? You know, that's one of the things I learned from the interview. Good people just keep getting busy. You keep taking on and taking on and taking on because you find the balance and you find what you need to do. So I thought that was pretty cool. And no matter what country, and there's always good people in every country, you know, we've a lot of us probably would look at Nigeria and think, oh my gosh, that's where those scams come from. That's what, no, the scams are coming from everywhere. We even heard her talk about a white guy in the U.S. who was sending all those scam emails. So it just uh, never judge a book by its cover, right? So looking forward to knowing more about her. So go check her out. Tosin Buckner. And one of the things I want you to check out, check out your friends. See what they're listening to. Don't let your friends listen to a bad podcast. Oh, my gosh. Don't let them do that. Have them listen to All Business with Jeffrey Hayes right here on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>